Hi, and welcome to the Local Church Podcast. I'm Jake Chambers, and I get to be the host of this podcast. And we are a church plant, a little church community, learning to be with Jesus together in Gate Harbor in Port Orchard, Washington. We're not experts, but learners, learning not just about Jesus, but how to be with Jesus, to be still, to be present, to be local, to be with Jesus in this moment, enjoying him together. So whether you've been following Jesus for decades or are just now starting to explore him, you can come, learn with us, learn to be with Jesus together with us. May you be blessed by this podcast and may more and more of heaven be breaking into your life into Gig Harbor, into Port Orchard, so that it might be on earth as it is in heaven. Thanks for listening. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. This is from the book of Lamentations, chapter 3, verses 22 through 24. Uh, And as we get started in a new year, 2021, um, we see New Year's this time where, you know, we make new goals, the, the whole New Year, New You. If gyms were open, um, memberships would be increasing. And I guess statistically they say uh, people last, if their New Year resolutions, their new goals for on average about 17 days. Um, so not, not very long, not very long. But this idea of newness, this idea of a fresh start, this idea of God's mercies being new every morning, uh, this longing for a new year, this longing um, to reset, to start afresh, uh, it's actually a biblical idea. And so even even all of our failed New Year's resolutions, um, there's something human and holy about this desire to kind of start anew and start afresh. It's a part of the way we are wired as humans and the way that God has even wired our creation uh, to be able to start new. And we see that in this verse that his mercies are new every morning. That every morning we can wake up with the new mercy of Jesus. Uh, And that is such good news that the gospel, the good news of Jesus is constantly making us new. The gospel actually says that that if you are in Christ, that you are a new creation. The old is gone, the new has come. Uh, the old, old us with our doubts, our sins, our troubles, our fears, um, they can be gone and we can be a new creation in Christ, resting in his new mercies that are fresh for us every single morning. Um, And I don't know about you, but I've had those days, those times where it's like, I just need this day to be over with. Um, I just need to go to sleep, have this done, and wake up and start a new day. Um, Again, 
the gospel invites us to come to Jesus and start anew with him. And it, it's not just this verse. Again, we looked at uh, that we're new creations in Christ, but also this idea of a fresh start is built into the biblical story. Uh, one example is the year of Jubilee. The year of Jubilee uh, in the Old Testament times for Israel, that would be um, every 49 years, about the 49 going into the 50th year. And that has to do with the number seven, which is this number of perfection and it's an important number in the biblical story so seven times seven is 49 um, so you'd have uh, seven seven year spans and you'd get to this year of jubilee and what that was was it was a time where if over those years you and your family had um, sold your land and become maybe servants and gone into uh, indentured servitude to other more prospering families in the Israelite nation. Well, the year of Jubilee, everyone would get their allotted land back. You would start back with the land that had been allotted to you, uh, and your family would get their land back and get this this fresh start to, to start anew. Um, it, uh, and it was called the year of Jubilee. It also would be a full year. They'd take two full years off of work. So it's this year of rest and restoration and newness and starting back it's just another area where we see this idea of a fresh start in scripture um, we see it in every day when the, the sun goes down and then starts new the next day we see it in god's created order with the seasons um, and the seasons with fall and winter kind of being this time where the plants and the animals will hibernate and the leaves will fall and things are seemingly dying only to begin to bud and reawaken and start anew in the spring uh, and flourish throughout the summer. There's this, there's seasonal rhythms on our planet that show this kind of rhythm of life, death, resurrection, this rhythm of moving on, things dying, and things being rebirthed and renewed. Uh, and this is part of what it is to follow Jesus. It's what a one theologian called the J-curve, where you're going around um, life, and then some things get stripped away, and you got to go through this death, and that's the drop into the J. So picture the letter J. Um, it's starting, and then it drops, goes down, and then there's this resurrection where you grow to a higher point than where you were before. And um, this author who wrote that book, I'm forgetting the name of the author, but the book's called The J-Curve, uh, kind of talks about how the Christian walk is that kind of life-death-resurrection pattern. You're going through life, and then you go through a struggle where God is kind of shaping you so that you can resurrect again and, and be made more like Jesus. And that's God's purpose in our life, is to be putting death, sin, doubts, putting to death the parts of our character that don't glorify him, and then resurrecting us to make us look more like Jesus, to be more like Jesus in our thoughts, in our habits, in our patterns, in our relationships. It's all part of the way he is making us new, is making us new. We are new, but we're learning to live as new creations. And these old patterns and ideas and habits and actions, uh, they need to be put to death so that we can live in this fresh start. Um, so we talked about this. 
uh, the first Sunday of the year. A lot of great conversation around it. Um, won't get into all of it right now. But the question, the question for you is, where do you need a fresh start? Um, what are some things you need to, to quit and call off? Where is God calling you to create new habits, new patterns? Um, put your emphasis in new places. What relationships need boundaries? Uh, what relationships do you need to pursue out more? Because they're growing you closer to Christ and making you more like Christ. Remember, uh, Jesus' goal for your life is through his new mercy uh, to help shape you to become more and more like Jesus. So what things in your life need to go and what things need to be added in? Uh, take some time at the beginning of this year. Reflect on last year. Uh, yeah, what are goals? What are resolutions? Uh, but even more so, what, what is God speaking to you headed into this year? Um, what are the rhythms and habits and patterns and relationships and practices uh, that could be new in help you enjoy Jesus more could draw you closer to Jesus and what are the practices patterns spending habits distractions in your life that that take your attention away from Jesus what things in your life need to die uh, is it have you reached the age where you should just stop playing video games all together um, do you need to cancel your Amazon account because um, the you're habitually buying things that you don't need or want. Um, is it time to get off social media at this point? What things need to just die and what new things need to be placed there to bring your attention to Christ so you would enjoy him more, enjoy his presence more, and enjoy his goodness more? Finally, Revelation chapter 21, verse 5, uh, we have the good news that Jesus is going to come back and he says, Behold, behold, I am making all things new. Behold, I am making all things new. Uh, this is, I think, one of the hardest seasons I've ever, this is the hardest season I've ever gone through. Um, and most people I've talked to have gone through as far as our wor world. Um, and the promise that Jesus is going to come back and make all things new. Wipe away sin. Wipe away disease. Wipe away evil. Uh, that is a promise that we need to cling to. This promise that his mercies are new every morning. Uh, that's a promise that will fill our soul with hope. Right? As it said in Lamentations chapter 3, verse 24. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. What are promises you're hoping in uh, that, that aren't working? <laughs> what, is it political promises? Is it entertainment promises? Is it uh, promises that COVID's going to end soon? It's not seeming to. Um, where are you putting your hope outside of Jesus? Uh, for the author of Lamentations, he says, The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. Uh, we must place our hope in, in the never-ending mercies of Jesus. We must place our hope 
and the promise that He will come back and make all things new. Uh, Let's create new habits. Let's encourage one another. Let's remind each other to place our hope in Jesus, uh, especially when times are tough. And to give an example, Lamentations. Lamentations, it it literally means a a lament, a cry to God. The author is suffering. Um, If you go up just a few verses from what we read in verse 16, he says, He has made my teeth grind on gravel. That is, is... uh, one of the most graphic images of suffering. He has made my teeth grind on gravel and made me cower in ashes. My soul is bereft of peace. I have forgotten what happiness is. Uh, if you're suffering, if you're struggling, if you're hurting, um, you can bring those cries to God. You can bring those cries to God. Have you felt anxious? Have you felt your soul bereft of peace in this uh, tumultuous time? Uh, The author of Lamentations can relate to you. He can relate to you. And we know Jesus can sympathize with us. He sympathizes with us in our weakness, Scripture says. Verse 18, So I say my endurance has perished, so has my hope from the Lord. He's crying out, he's saying, I feel hopeless, I feel depressed, I feel without peace. I'm suffering. Um, He says, Remember my affliction and my wanderings, the wormwood and the gall. So he calls to God to remember him. So you can cry out to God and say, This stinks. I'm suffering. I don't get this. I don't get that. I I hate this. But then cry out and say, Remember me. Remember me. And he says this, Then my soul continually remembers it and is bowed down within me. He says, Even when I'm suffering, I'm going to bow down to the Lord And in verse 21, but this I call to mind, and therefore I have hope. If you feel hopeless, call to mind the Lord. This is what he calls to mind. It's the verses we started with. Verse 22, Lamentations chapter 3. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. So if you are struggling, um, many of us are, you're not alone in it. Call to mind the never-ending mercies of the Lord. Call to mind His faithfulness. Have Jesus be your portion. And if it's difficult to call to mind, look to the cross. The cross was the greatest evil that ever happened on this earth. And so if you feel like we are being overrun by evil now, Look to the cross. Jesus was seemingly overrun by evil, crucified, tortured, and left dead. The only innocent man dying the death of a criminal. And when it seemed like evil was winning, when it seemed like death had had its day, when it seemed like the world could not get worse, death could not hold Jesus. He was buried for three days, but then he rose again bursting forth from the grave, bringing hope into the world. And so if there could be hope out of the cross, there can be hope out of our personal crosses, there can be hope out of the suffering in this world, we call to mind the resurrection of Jesus. When we are suffering, we call to mind that Jesus is alive, that Jesus loves us, that Jesus promises, Behold, I am making all things new. And as we grow to 
receive and rejoice and enjoy the new mercies of Jesus today and every day, we become for the world a taste of heaven. We become the, the, the bud on the trees in the springs that says spring and summer are coming. See, Jesus is the first fruits of the new creation, and his people are supposed to be first fruits with them. That in this dark winter that is this world and this life, we give a sign that spring is coming. Jesus is coming. He is going to make all things new. His mercies will never end. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Local Church Podcast. We are a church in Gig Harbor in Port Orchard that is learning to be with Jesus together. If you'd like to know more, you could find us on Instagram at localchurchgh or online at localchurchgh.com. Feel free to reach out to us and we can get you directions to a gathering. We meet every Sunday at 1030 a.m. and you are invited. We'd love to see you there. With that, let me leave you with this blessing. May the love of God the Father and the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you.